Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It is that time in the show where we meet up with our friends over at Black Locks Reporting because, of course, they do a lot of the digging and they get a lot of juicy nuggets that end up becoming the dominant headlines and no one digs better than Mr. Tom Korski who is the managing editor of Black Locks Reporter. Good to have you sir. Thank you Alex. Well 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 Premier Legault <laughs> imposing um I don't know what would you call this a tax a fine um you know draconian measures on unvaxxed uh, residents so it's the unvaxxed tax you know, the polling that you and I discussed on this that was done by the Privy Council back in October showed that Canadians did not want to go this direction, and yet they're going all in. They are, and it's also, uh, frankly, let's just be frank, it's you can't do that. There's a law, it's called the Canada Health Act, and it governs, since there are federal subsidies and transfers that support Medicare in all provinces, there's rules. And the Canada Health Act, anyone can look it up, it's on the internet, uh, Section 10 says it's very plain. If you live in a province, doesn't matter which province, and if there are insured Medicare services in that province, 100% of the p- residents of that province are entitled to 100% of insured health services on the identical terms and conditions, period, News flash for the Quebec legislature. You cannot decide you are going to make life difficult for green-eyed people or left-handed people or people who may have declined a vaccination. You cannot do it. And I think the Quebec cabinet knows that. Well, they do. But, I mean, as you well know, there's a lot of politics at play. I mean, because the prime minister himself, if he felt so strongly about getting a mandate in place, his government could uh, call the house back. They could uh, enact the Emergencies Act, uh, the Health Emergencies Act, and they could get to opposition on side and push it through themselves. But they're waiting for the provinces to do all the dirty work. And what this is, is a huge deflection of government failure on every level over the last uh, couple of years. But it's interesting because Maru Blue did some polling on it, and it seems to show that Canadians are also now uh, in favor of, you know, going after those who have not got the vaccine. And I'm not sure if this is because people are frustrated, people are fed up, and they want someone to blame, or if they've, you know, eaten into the political rhetoric. But, you know, this this is this is a, a dangerous political game that these guys are playing. But but it's it's done now. How, how do you ever put that genie back in the bottle, Alex? Once yeah. you've established that you can have public office holders sitting in public and just kind of musing, just kind of making it up about how I'd like to levy serious penalties on people I don't like, completely discriminatory based on their medical status. Maybe let's let's start going for diabetics. I mean, there's no end to it. I, I, I'm just going to think, and we're, it's not all for one, and we're not going to have equal protection or application of the law anymore. I'm just going to start making life really difficult for people I don't like. What sort of sick, let's be just frank, what kind of twisted place is that? That's like something out of Zimbabwe. The the Premier of Quebec is fed up with this. The Ontario Civil Liberties Association is fed up with this. Who's not fed up with it, Alex? Let's keep it together. 
Let's just keep keep a, let's control our darker impulses. Let's try to be grown up. And let's try to figure out a way to do this that doesn't let that genie out of the bottle. Because you know how that that ends. That it, it yeah. doesn't. It goes beyond badly. It ends with people burning police cars. I, I don't yeah. think these guys know what they're doing. I don't think they care. I think they care more about covering their political rear end and then saying, "Hey, look at those troublemakers in the streets." When uh, you know. It's just very, very divisive, but here we are. Um, let's touch upon a couple of other things. Um, you've got uh, <laughs> the Environment Minister, Stephen Guibault, is telling Cabinet, 18 months, you got 18 months, and we're going to start phasing out fossil fuels. I mean, I don't know how he's going to do this, but he's got a timeline uh, of two years, and and he's talking all sorts of stringent measures on methane regulation, zero emission vehicle standards, net zero grid by 2035, capping all oil and gas. I mean, how is how are we doing all this in 18 months? It's funny. I, I had a conversation with an environmental lobbyist, and we were trying to figure out why they made Stephen Gibo environment minister. We, and we both agreed there's only one of two reasons. You would make a guy like Gibo, a former Greenpeace activist, minister of environment, because you're really mean at this time, Alex. You, you are really – you're putting the cards on the table. Or – you don't mean it at all, and you want to bury him in paperwork because maybe he's been sort of a pain in cabinet, always chirping about, you know, whales and trees. Now, that's an open-ended question. But this is, recall, as the Minister of Heritage was given the assignment, Steve Gibo, of carrying the ball on the first ever federal regulation of the Internet. It was not successful, Alex. Now he's given himself this incredible grocery list of really far-reaching environmental uh, programs to enact in the next year and a half, one of which is, as you mentioned, beginning the phase out of oil and gas. That's goodbye to the internal combustion engine. It's been 140 great years, and it's all over. (laughs) It's it's done. I don't think Steve's going to get it done, but uh, it's important to set goals in life. God bless him. God bless him. But God bless the fact that there's no opposition to effectively stop uh, stop the insanity. I mean, um, you know, I, I don't know what Aaron O'Toole was doing, but he put out a ridiculous video kind of screaming. And it doesn't play well to do. It just plays to a certain sector of the base, but it doesn't move the ball forward. And so, you know, hey, as long as we're going after the unvaccinated and, and all these other things and, and blaming, um, you know, Aaron O'Toole for, for being unvaccinated or, or promoting the anti-vax and all this other crap, they're going to continue to push on with really ideological uh Things like this, it's well. It, it, well, they may, but but if you want to start running enemies list, so you're going to start having the unvaccinated as the enemies list. By the way, the New Democrats pointed out, you know, the one age group that has the lowest vaccination rate, it's two percent mm-hmm. for school children, eligible school children. I guess so. The school kids are now on the enemies list, and if you yeah. want to go after fossil fuels, that would be the majority of Canadians that heat their homes with natural gas. I mean. <laughs> Now life's getting complicated. You've got millions and millions of enemies. It just gets complicated, Alex. Yeah, well, nonetheless, it'll be interesting to see uh, how, how, it, how it looks living in a yurt. And then you've got the deputy minister, um, Mike Sorbera, who uh, is it Sabia or Sabera? Um, he's Fabia, uh, yeah. Fabia, he's um, 
Christian Freeland's uh, deputy minister, he, he's calling climate change, you know, a massive issue of, of facing humanity, yet he billed $11,000, a first-class airfare to go to that climate conference in Glasgow. So it's not that he added to the carbon footprint, but, you know, nothing but first class for he and the other 277 members of our, uh, you know, Trudeau government that went over to this, you know, um, UN conference where the carbon footprint must have been enormous. It's interesting, isn't it? It's sort of a rhetorical question that my, my environmental friends never ask, or let alone answer. Who is the bigger ass? <laughs> is it the climate skeptic who walks to work, or is it the climate change warrior who travels by chauffeured car to the airport lounge like Michael Sabia, so he can fly to Glasgow, drive up those emissions, and give a speech about how humanity is at the brink? I don't know who the bigger donkey is. I know what Canadians think, because there's always quite a sharp response, as Catherine McKenna, former environment minister, discovered, when you start racking up the frequent flyer miles to give speeches about the existential crisis of emissions from air travel. It is so rich in irony. It really is. If, if you could get paid for irony, we'd all be rich. Oh, Big time. Not, not to mention, if they want change, try leading by example. I'll end off on this one. Uh, RCMP Commissioner Brenda Lucky is urging Canadians just to snitch. If you see Internet activity that uh, you think is suspicious, including, you know, comments from people who are anti-government or anti-law enforcement or maybe don't share your political views, please call us and, and report them. So that is this where we're going in this country, Tom? Because it, it really it sucks. That was, uh, 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 Commissioner Lucky gets an F for timing and aptitude. I guess she hasn't <laughs> listened to the radio lately. So Canadians who express anti-government, anti-law enforcement <laughs> messages on the Internet. So <laughs> that would be, well, that would be, what, 67% of electors. We know that for sure. Yeah, this was an RCMP guide. This was, follows their endorsement of Internet controls. Uh, it, this was an RCMP guide on how to watch for suspicious activity, including, as you mentioned, Alex, anti-government, anti-law enforcement opinions expressed mm. on, on Facebook. Do, do you think? <laughs> Could her, her, her phone, I hope she got big voicemail space because there'll be about a million phone calls in that. <laughs> God. God bless us boy, all. Oh God bless. God bless us. Oh, the RCMP. Why do we even have them? But nonetheless. Okay, Tom, I have to let you go there. We'll chat about the insanity, uh, certainly when you dig it up for our next visit. Thanks so much. Thank you, Alex. That is Tom Korski. He is managing editor of Black Locks Reporter. And, of course, it's a subscription-based publication and um, worth every penny because they do certainly dig up the good stuff. And stay here on point. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.